right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today's Tuesday, September the 7th of 2021. Welcome to the radio program. Welcome to what is technically a Tuesday, but might feel like a Monday for you. Did you almost say Monday? Yeah. Yeah. I had to try to program myself Uh this morning. Also, I realized that uh, you can't leave anything at the radio station that is prized because... Our headphones, high-dollar headphones. That's true. Have been uh, used and almost destroyed. Well, for some reason, I left my headphones out. For some mm-hmm. reason. I was like, oh, they'll be fine. There'll be no one in here. I get back today, and they're completely stretched out, the, the, the this part, yeah. and they're not even fitting my head, so I had to adjust. And I'm yeah. like, who's using these? They still look a little big for your head, by the way. Huh. Just You might want to squeeze there, them. There. Is that better? That feels better. I'm just going to tell you, you don't leave underwear behind because they might wear your underwear. Oh. That's disgusting. <laughs> Who uses other people's stuff? Uh, apparently people in this company. All right. So we're going to have to have a confrontation. I'll have Kelly do that because I'm sure. non-confrontational. Oh, so and I'm so confrontational. We'll send her out to talk to the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, this is a big day, National Salami Day. You, so, do you eat salami? As a matter of fact, I do. Hmm. I get it on my Schlotzky's. I believe there's salami on there. The original at Schlotzky's. Doesn't that have salami? I think is and it like ham? If they do like an Italian thing, don't they put some salami on there? Oh, Slap sal- some salami on. I there? love salami. It's like one of those things I'd probably never buy at the store. Hey, get me some salami. Like I've never gone to the store <laughs> to buy salami, but if it's on my sandwich, I'm happy. Yeah. So, can you even buy salami at the store? I th- yes. You can. Yes. Like you can go back there to the deli and say, I'd "Like some salami." <laughs> yes. Why are you saying it like that? Salami? No, I'm just asking if that's something I could get. Yes. Because I'd like to make uh, myself one of those sandwiches at home. Well, maybe today is the day. Why is it a home sandwich is never as good as a store sandwich? It's very true. A restaurant sandwich. My wife will go to some expensive restaurant. I'll get a steak. She'll like, I'll take the turkey club. <laughs> Like, that is so ridiculous. Why don't you get a grilled cheese while you're well, at listen, it? Well, listen, if you want a sandwich, you want a sandwich. It's also National um, Beer Lovers Day. Well, no, you're celebrating. I told that to my wife and my son, and uh, that caused some friction. <laughs> Why? Because they basically said you celebrate that every day. <laughs> But you know why? Ain't nothing that a big can That's it, Thomas. Ain't no pain it can't wash away From the moment that it hits your lips Makes those clouds look a little less I mean, isn't that the whole point of it all? It's going to be nice and pretty today, by the way. Here we go. How about some more beer songs? Oh, no. I'm crying for you, dear. You are on my how about some more beer? That justice is the one thing you should always find. You gotta saddle up your boys, you gotta draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune. And we'll all be back at the local saloon. 
We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces singing Whiskey for my men, beer for my horses I was looking at beer songs this morning. I realize there aren't very many other genres that feature beer songs. Just country. <laughs> I mean, pretty much that's what it is. Long beer, Again, today, today is National Beer Lovers Day. Do you realize how many beer songs there are? I'm pretty good at drinking beer. I mean, there's tons of them, Kelly. Anybody want to celebrate with drinking on a beer team effort? There is no lie in beer. Having a party later on. I don't know where. National Beer Lovers Day. Today, as we kick off a new work week, welcome to Tuesday morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1991 and Brooks and Dunn had the number one song in country music on this day. Oh, I saw the light. I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. It was 30 years ago today. Kicks Brooks. Ronnie Dunn, number one. I used to love a man, leave him. Oh, I'd brag about my freedom, how no one could tie me down. Then I met you. Now my heart beats true. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Baby, you and me together feels more like forever than anything I've ever known. We're right on track. I ain't looking back. And the flame in your eyes I'm born to love again I'm a brand new man On the top of country 30 years ago today It doesn't feel like it's at all Still one of my favorites from Brooks and Dunn This is the one that Luke Combs did with them On their big uh, collaboration Here we go oh, I saw the light I've been baptized by the fire And I, brand new man, number one on this day in 1991. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here it is, Tuesday morning, and uh, we're glad you guys are here with us. September the 7th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. 
Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I right, gotcha gossip today on Cardi B. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. Congratulations to Cardi B and her husband Offset. They welcomed their second child, a son, over the weekend. Cardi says, and I quote, we are so overjoyed to finally meet our son. He is already loved so much by family and friends, and we can't wait to introduce him to his other siblings. So the picture's up, and it's cute. I mean, it just shows a softer side of Cardi, because Mm -hmm. if you watch her videos and you see what she does, or you see her on Instagram Live, Mm -hmm. and then you see her, you know, like, here's a mother of a child and a baby, it's like, yeah. It's just sweet. So congratulations to Cardi B and Offset on the birth of their second child together. What you got? Got you gossip today on Kaylee Cuoco. So earlier this summer, Kaylee and her husband, Carl Cook, celebrated their third anniversary. And Kaylee posted a photo of them together. And the caption just said, quote, why have you stayed married to me for so long? Well, Kaylee no longer will wonder why, because reports are out that Kaylee and her husband, Carl, are getting a divorce after oh. three years of marriage. They issued a statement saying, quote, our current paths have taken us in op- opposite directions. And of course, they added that there's no anger or animosity. Kaylee and Carl got married on June 30th, back in 2018. They don't have any kids. Okay. And this was Kaylee's second marriage. All right, got you gossip today on another split. We're talking about the split between Scott Disick and Amelia Hamlin. So Scott Disick is the father of Kourtney Kardashian's kids. Amelia Hamlin is the daughter of Lisa Renna and Harry Hamlin. Okay, so they've been dating. Scott is 38. Amelia's 20. So evidently, uh, when Scott started messaging one of Kourtney Kardashian's exes, making fun of Kourtney's relationship with Travis Barker, um, that guy leaked the DMs, and uh, all of a sudden, Amelia Hamlin's like, wait a minute, why does Scott still care who Courtney is dating. If he's dating me, why does he care who she is dating? They've moved on and they're no longer together. So now moving on is Amelia Hamlin. They say they're in very different places right now and they're trying to figure out uh, what to do with the relationship. You know who's not upset about this? Lisa Renna, which is, again, Amelia Hamlin's mother. She's thinking that maybe her 20-year-old daughter doesn't need to be dating the 38-year-old guy. Yeah. So that's the story right there. It looks like there's a break going on. They're on a break. Scott Disick and Amelia Hamlin. Gotcha gossip today on Janet Jackson. So Janet Jackson is ready to tell her story, and it's all to honor the 40th anniversary of her debut album. So she shared the first teaser trailer of her upcoming documentary, Janet. So it's going to air over two nights in January on Lifetime and A&E. The clip begins with snippets of interviews from Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, Paul Abdul. They're all talking about the impact that Janet Jackson had on their music career. Here is a clip of the documentary, Janet. This is my story told by me, not through someone else's eyes. This is the truth. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it. This is me. So this is going to cover her her return to the stage following a break from music, the whole Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction with Justin Timberlake, the death of her brother Michael, and also becoming a mom at 50. So if you want to see the teaser trailer for Janet, just search Janet Jackson on Instagram. When you really think about her life and her story, if she's able to be honest, Mm -hmm. it's incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's really compelling. So I remember Janet Jackson from uh, Different Strokes. Remember that? Mm -hmm. She was on Different Strokes way back. She Mm -hmm. was like one of the friends of uh, Arnold and Willis. Yeah. So anyway, Janet Jackson. 
I'll watch that. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Janet Jackson and the documentary Janet. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading this deal this morning that I thought was kind of interesting. It was talking about things that as kids we didn't see as dangerous, but now that we get older, we're like, there's no <laughs> way I would do this stuff. Uh, can I give you some of them and you can tell me if you did some of these things? Okay. Because I think a lot of people uh, did this stuff. Number one, shooting fireworks at your friends. <laughs> Uh, no, I've never done that. <clears throat> no, you have, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I figured you have. I was always the one who was afraid to light the fireworks. <laughs> and this is true. You know this is true, right? <laughs> so what would happen is my idiot Bless friends, it. they'd shoot them at me. Aww. So I'd be the one running, lifting my feet, and they were shooting bottle rockets and throwing those uh, cap things down on the ground. If you would have been an, a kid on my street mm-hmm. when we were growing up, I would have protected you. No, you wouldn't have. Yes, I would have. You would have been the ringleader. I protected all of the children growing up. Oh, I was called the protector. You. Thank you. I doubt that. <laughs> uh, catching and playing with spiders was another thing we uh-uh. used to do as kids. I actually had, what are those spiders that are hairy? Because I had A one tarantula? I had one of those. You? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I remember we went through a phase like my mom was getting us all these little things, right? Like, and we had dogs, but I, I had a tarantula at one point. I had a hamster at one point. I had crabs at one point. Yeah. Heard that. So, yeah, they were cool. Yeah. Little hermits. That's not what you were talking about, is it? <laughs> uh, we used to jump off of roofs and sheds and barns and stuff like that. Yeah. And I did that. It's only about eight feet. Just jump. And I remember, like, how dumb is that? Blow out really your knee. Dumb. Tear your ACL. Mm-hmm. But I'd climb up on the fence. And, like, we'd get there right to the fence. And my friend Joe, he could get up there really easy. And I'd always be afraid. Like, I'd get one leg up. And then I'd be afraid of how to get the other one up there. I, like, if I, if I saw a guy on the roof and he's like, I'm going to jump, Dad. <laughs> he's in major trouble. Can I ask you one question? This is what I don't really understand. Where were our parents? Why was they I allowed inside, I to guess. get on the roof and jump? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they, that my mother wanted me to get hurt? No. no. Hey, go jump off a roof. Yeah. Oh, he's he'll be fine. Hey, if Joe jumps off a roof, would you just follow him? Yeah. <laughs> you dang right I did. <laughs> uh, they say other things we would do is we would climb trees and get up like real high. I did do that. You got real high? Which, yeah. Yeah. I never would do that either. Mm-hmm. I'd get down to like the first branch. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going any higher, Joe. Because he was the daredevil. He had a ramp. We'd do bicycle ramps. Now, was this your imaginary friend? No, this is my real friend. Oh. He exists. Uh, we would fool around on staircases. You know the whole deal uh-huh. where you'd like either get on a pillow or in a pillow case and a you'd slide down? Bag, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did that at Nana and Pop's house all the time. Uh, sticking things in electrical outlets <laughs> is on there. Which I'm sure we've all done that. Yeah. No, I haven't done that. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. I believe you probably have. <laughs> there is evidence. No, <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So prepare for your wives and your girlfriends to hate you over the next um, three or four months because football's back. <laughs> oh, are you speaking from experience? <laughs> I just know that like the whole, hey, let's watch The Office. Let's watch uh, Three's Company Before Bed Uh has now become, hey, let's see what game is on. 
And it doesn't even really matter if you have any tie to a particular team. If it's the only game on, you watch the game. Hmm. As a kid, I hated it. Like, I didn't really get it. My yeah. fa- my grandfather would want to take us to uh, the Cowboys games. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to go. I've reversed. I used to love it. And yeah. now I'm like, ugh. I'd rather, watch. I'd rather something make me laugh. Yeah, so I enjoy watching yeah. football. Uh, we did A-State football over the weekend. Congratulations to Coach yes. Butch Jones and the Red Wolves on mm-hmm. a win. It was an important win because, yeah. uh, you know, he wanted to come out of the gate hot. He wanted to come out right. I'm sure they have a lot of stuff they want to go back in and work on as they uh, tackle a new week. But congratulations to him. We had the chance on Friday to spend uh, the day with A-State football. And, um, man, what an awesome experience. <laughs> it was a great day. Kelly and I were there in the football complex, and it's real nice, and everybody's really nice to us. And as we were leaving, we were like, could we just do the show here? <laughs> yeah. Like, could they build us a satellite studio? And it's like, you know. That would be awesome. And we just do our show from there yes. every day and get to hang out with them. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. We're going to work on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any money? Can you build that? Uh, no. One thing I learned, because uh, if you don't know, I get to do the in-game hosting for Arkansas State, the man in the stands, on camera, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I realized one thing was happening, and I, it was kind of a silly moment for me. <clears throat> Sometimes I'm known to to forget to text back, or if I take a nap and I wake up and I have eight texts, sometimes uh, you know one or two or all of them <laughs> will slip through the cracks. Yeah, you're being very... Um Guys, he never texts back. He never calls back. No. You're trying to be nice, no. but you don't. No, I try. But sometimes I have other stuff. You know, it's like, oh, I forgot. And then I'm like, oh, I, re- I remember reading that. And mm-hmm. I had a couple of moments like that over the weekend. Because here's what people realize. If I'm on the field in front of 20 or 25,000 people <laughs> and somebody sends me a text, yeah. there's a chance they're watching me. Yeah, there is a chance. So I had a number of people <laughs> who were texting me. During the football game. And I was like, oh. Did you get any good ones? I'd check it on my watch. <laughs> I'd see it on my phone. And then as soon as I would see it, I'd be like, I'm busy because I'm working. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute. They see me. So I have to respond. <laughs> so if you ever want me to respond to your text, like immediately, just text me at the game. Yeah. When he's on the when he's on the Jumbotron. No, not the him. Tron. <laughs> Give me a second to get off of the camera. No, that's the best time to text no, you. No, it's not. But like literally I was on the sidelines waiting for my next deal and kind of prepping and going through my notes and then my phone would go off and I'd be like, I'll get to that in a second. And I'm like, no, they just saw me check it. Yeah. Was it like your shoes untied or your zippers down or something like that? No, people don't do that. They're asking me questions. (laughs) Who asks somebody questions in the middle of hosting football? With 20,000 people. Yeah. I only have the pressure of 20,000 people and the Jumbotron, but you're going to ask me a question and think I need to respond. So. That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. Everybody was really nice, though. I always leave there, leave those football games and those experiences, because people will just come up to me and say nice things, and I'm like, wait a minute. I could do this for a living Mm -hmm. in front of people all the time. There were some people up in the student section who were, um, they they weren't heckling me, but it was heckling in a good way, telling me how much they love me, and they were doing like the hearts, but it was like they were being silly, too, and I didn't really know exactly how to react to that. Did you heart back? I didn't heart back because I I didn't know if that was appropriate. Just to put, just to make a heart. Yeah, I don't know. Me hearting another dude like that <laughs> from the field would have been the thing to do because they were kind of playing around with it. Yeah, it's just showing. We love. love you, of course, and I'm you like, love them back. If I did that back. I don't know. Does that look cool with me doing it? Yeah, it looks super cool. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get them back this weekend. A <laughs> State plays Memphis and Jonesboro on Saturday. <laughs> 
I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a lot of parents don't want their young kids playing Grand Theft Auto, but these kids actually found themselves with themselves within the game, like in real life. Huh? Get this. Okay. Police in St. Louis arrested a 24-year-old man named Antonio after he allegedly stole a go-kart from three kids ages four, six, and nine. No. But he didn't just push them aside. He pulled a gun, pointed it at the nine-year-old, and demanded that they give up the go-kart. That's terrible. So they did, and he jumped in and took off. Well, the kid's grandmother happened to catch it happening, and she immediately called the cops. They caught up with the guy, and he led them on a brief chase, because I don't think the go-kart went very fast, before he crashed into a tree. He was charged with robbery. The kids got their go-kart back, although it's unclear what shape it's in, and I wouldn't be surprised if the authorities also added a charge for pulling a gun on a kid. You can't do that. Uh, I don't no. think that's a good idea. That's not a good one. All right. Speaking of stealing and racing away with a go-kart, my favorite gambling event is horse racing, but I'm really bad at it. Really? Yeah. No matter how hard I try, the horses are way faster. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's Gosh. my issue, right? yeah. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Baxter in the morning. Get up. Let's get going. Welcome to Tuesday morning. And y'all, as always, mm-hmm. Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Also, can I give you three words? Brandon Baxter, he's got three words <laughs> for you. You need sunscreen. What are you talking about? I mean, I don't know, and I've known you forever. I don't know if I've ever seen you this tan, ever. I know, because like for the first time in about, oh, 10 years, I've been out in the sun this summer. A lot. A lot, because typically I work, you yeah, know. so bronze. Well, yeah, I actually, I got invited to go to the lake over the weekend with a few girlfriends. Oh, gosh. And uh, I could not wait to tell you basically the responsibility I had on the trip. Uh, you were the mother hen of the trip? No. <laughs> no, the, that's not me. You were the non-fun one of the trip? No, I'm always the fun one. Of course you are. But the three girls that went with me, Jenna, Shallon, and Raven, are all really fun, too. Yeah. Um, so, Who's the most fun of the bunch? Uh, gosh, I'm going to have to say Shallon. All right, I'm just yeah. checking. And I, get, I figured I, you would say you. And I think, the, I think the other two would probably vote the same way, because right. Shallon's pretty funny. Shallon's most fun. And she was a little scared of the water, so that made it even funnier. Because, scared of the lake? Yes. I'm hanging with Shallon because right. I'm scared of the lake, yeah. too. So, um, but here's the thing. So we head to the to the lake at 8 o'clock in the morning, and as we all pile into the, the, the Jeep, it's raining. And as we head to the lake, it's raining. So, But as, as women that really need a break, want to go out and have fun together, we're like, you know what? It's going to be fine. The sun's going to come out, even though we were looking at the radar, and it didn't look like the sun was going to come out until like 6 yeah. at oh night. Oh, my gosh. Right. And we were just going for the day. Yeah, which lake did you go to? Went to Greer's Ferry. Okay, just checking. Yeah, so anyway, we're heading to the lake, and um, here's the deal. On the way, Jenna informed me. um, She's the one that had the boat, okay, the pontoon. Yeah. She informs me that she can't drive a boat. And then- yeah. She has a boat, but she can't drive a boat? She expects somebody else to drive the boat? Right. And she just kind of mentioned that to us us ladies as she was in the car. And we all kind of started giggling like she was she was kidding, but she wasn't. And Who so, has a boat but can't drive the boat and takes people to the boat? Jenna. Hey, yeah. let's go to the boat. I want to take you all to the boat. Hey, by the way, I can't drive the boat. Right. So that's basically that's what like happened. buying a plane and I can't fly a plane. Right, right. So me being the upstanding citizen that I am, I, oh, do, I immediately raised my hand and volunteered like to be tribute no, of driving no, the boat. No. Have you ever driven a boat before? 
Like, I, I mean, I get it. Like, you're a kid, and they let you do the steering for a second or something. But it's different. You know to those like, little bumper car boats that you can mm, sometimes. Um, I've driven one of those before. Great. But here's the thing. No. I have never driven a boat, never been a lake girl. I go with friends to the lake, sure. but no one's ever like, hey, Kelly, you want to drive the boat? Just right. because no one ever says that. Right, because nobody wants to see you even drive a car, much less a boat over water. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. But anyway, we get there, and I get the key, put it in the ignition, turn it on, and we all kind of giggly laugh. And we take the, the hooks off, and we push the boat out of the stall, and we in session, Kelly Perry is driving a boat. And here's the this thing, I got like in trouble. sounds like a disaster. I got in trouble because you have to get out of the marina. And I was only going like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> and the guy at the marina was like, hey, slow down. Right, the and no I was wake like, zone. Right. Have you ever been to a lake? Yes, I've been to the lake. I've never really driven a boat, but I know you, you can't know fly no out of there. Zone. Well, the whole reason you do that is because you don't want people who have their boats docked to be rocking their boats. You don't just fly out of there. But it was 8 o'clock and raining. Remember, it's still raining. We're on a boat. It's still raining. We're just like, you know what? We are here. We're so going out on out. the boat. Yes. But by, it was like one thirty. so we sat out on a boat. Luckily, it had this little canopy on it. Mm-hmm. We sat out on the boat, ate chips, and talked and laughed. Um, and about one thirty. We started seeing blue sky. So from about 1.30 on, we did get some sun. But here's the best part of the story. I parked that boat back in the stall. I put that sucker in reverse. You backed it in? I backed, yes. Who backs boats No, no, no. no. I had to put it in reverse and then go forward. Like you have to kind of get your momentum or whatever. You have to center it up. Yes. And I did it first time. Ow! Here's the deal. Let me talk to Jenna. Who wants me to drive their boat? No, nobody. No, it's basically I'm Skipper. You have, you're what? I'm the Skipper. You're more like Gilligan. Oh. Mrs. Howell probably actually (laughs) on this boat. No, (laughs) I'm more Mary Ann. Okay. Just the whole vision of, of somebody saying, hey, I know none of us can drive a boat, but let's give it to Kelly, the worst driver of the bunch, to drive a boat over 25 feet of water. Like, this sounds like the most foolish decision of all time. It's called a comedy movie. And if you want to laugh, bring me on your trip. There you go. I'm sure now you want somebody to go out there and buy you a boat. You can buy me a boat. Oh, yeah. You can buy me a truck to pull it. Did you do any motorboating out there on that boat? No. (laughs) On the pontoon. Here's Kelly's boat. Fast trackers, bailouts, yeah. and party barks. Jump together like a boat trailer park. Hang you know what? Definitely. You got boat picks to share today? Southside, there's five houses, boat front porches, astroturf lawn chairs, and tiki torches. Regular Joes rocking the boat. So that social didn't happen. The redneck yacht club. All right, here's Kelly's other favorite boat song. Threw my phone in the yeah. water. Guess what? I was on a boat that day the river was rolling. I was getting my phone on. She was telling me so long. I was already so long gone. So 
if you're needing a skipper, guys, just let me know. Yep, old Mrs. Hell and the skipper <laughs> all rolled into one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, September the 7th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Brandy Dacus, who celebrates today. Tomisha Ice of Stuttgart. Happy birthday, Christy Usher. Happy birthday, Jacqueline Floyd celebrates today. Tony Scott celebrating a birthday. Becky Pettit of Jonesboro. We have Kimberly Greer celebrating. Lindsay Bowers, happy birthday. Uh, Kathy Lawrence of Stuttgart. Trey Hicks celebrates today. Paige Prince has a birthday, and Kimberly Mosley of Jonesboro celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Evan Rachel Wood, who is 34. She was in Westworld. Shannon Elizabeth, your favorite actress that you were telling me about on the American Pie movies. She turns 48 today. She was the foreign exchange student, Nadia. I'm trying you to remember, remember that part? I'm trying to remember her part of the movie. Yeah. If anybody knows... I mean, uh, the movie's been out for a while, so I'm sure you've forgotten I it. I forgot but, that part, I think. Right. So happy birthday to Shannon Elizabeth, Elizabeth today, who's 48. Happy birthday today to Leslie Jones, yeah. who is 54. You know her from SNL, and she's also one of the new Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. We might as well go old school, though, when you talk Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. Name the artist. Ray. Yes. Ray Parker Jr. I almost said something else. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. If there's something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Happy birthday. To Leslie Jones, SNL and Ghostbusters, 54 today. Corbin Burnson is 67. He's on law, L.A. Law and Major League. Julie Kavner is 71. That's Marge on The Simpsons. Oh, wow. And happy birthday today to Gloria Gaynor, who is 78. See if you know this song. You know the line dance to this? Oh, yeah, of course. I should have changed that stupid lock. I should have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Go down low. Walk down the door. Just turn around now. You're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with your spy? Did you think I'd crumble? Did you think I'd lay down?
Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Gloria Gaynor, who, tur- who turns 78 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday morning is here, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Dan and Shay. There's a couple billion people in the world And a million other places we could be But you're so Dan and Shay have teamed up with Carrie Underwood for a song on the Dear Evan Hansen movie soundtrack. So the movie Dear Evan Hansen came out, or is going to come out on the 24th, and it's a film adaptation of the Tony Award winning Broadway musical. So the song that they're doing, that they're teaming up on, is called Only Us. And uh, both Dan and Shay have, and Carrie have teased us on Instagram. Yep. But the song they do together, again, is called Only Us. Here's Dan and Shay and Carrie Underwood. It's just you and me. It'll be us, it'll be us, and only us. And what came before won't count anymore. We can try it. You and me, that's all that we needed to be. And the rest of the world falls away. And the rest of the world falls away. There's some power vocals in that song right there yeah so the song only us is out now again it's part of the dear evan hansen soundtrack and it's carrie underwood and dan and shay all right country music news today on morgan wallet so morgan wallet is set to do his first uh concert on his own it's a show that he has as a ticketed show his first one since all of the controversy earlier this year so Morgan announced a benefit called Morgan Wallen and Friends. It's a benefit to help those affected by the flooding in Tennessee. You know, there was a tragic flooding in Middle Tennessee. Uh, the show sold out immediately as soon as Morgan talked about it. It's going to be hap- it's going to be happening on Wednesday at Nashville's Marathon Music Works. Uh, the money raised is going to go to help the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee and also the Tennessee Emergency Response Fund. But uh, featured on this show, it's like a songwriter style show, so acoustic. Morgan Wallen. Hardy, Dirk Bentley, Cole Swindell, Laney Wilson, they'll all be a part of that. So that's happening on Wednesday. Uh, Morgan Wallen has a new single that's been sent out to radio, and it's called Sand in My Boots. This is what's next from Morgan Wallen. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken desperado That's the next single from Morgan Wallen. It's called Sand in My Boots. We have country music news today on Keith Urban. This goes out to drifters and all the dreamers ready to fly. So Keith Urban posted a video of himself getting terrible advice from a judge on an Australian talent show back in 1983, and he was only 16 years oh. old. So you see him on the show, uh, but his newest single, Wild Hearts, is dubbed over it. Then the clip cuts to a live shot of the judge basically saying Keith should be in a group because he's not strong enough to go solo, mm. and you kind of feel sorry for him. Here's what it sounds like. If anyone ever told you, you'll never mount to anything. Wasting your time chasing the tail of a dragon kind of dream. At 16, I'd have thought, uh, for instance, you'd, you'd be 
pretty keen on, on forming a group. You're a little, um, I think, as a solo performer, not quite enough strength. Sometimes you just got to prove them wrong. All of a sudden, it's the montage of him in front of thousands and thousands of screaming fans. Right. You can see it. Just search on Instagram. Search Keith Urban. All right. Country music news today on Jordan Davis. Congratulations goes out to Jordan Davis and his wife, Kristen. They welcomed their second child over the weekend. So Jordan says in his social media post, and I quote, God is good. Uh, Lachlan Joseph arrived yesterday in his perfect Kristen is the toughest person I've ever met, and she did an amazing job getting him here. Mama and baby are both doing great, and I'm so blessed to get to be Lachlan and Eloise's dad. So congratulations to Jordan Davis and his wife, Kristen, on the birth of baby number two, Lachlan. So Jordan Davis, his next radio single, while we're on the, the, the track of doing that, Jordan Davis has his next song. It features Luke Bryan. It's called By Dirt. This is what's next from Jordan Davis. Few days before he turned 80, he was sitting out back in a rocker. He said, What you been up to lately? I told him, Chasing a dollar, and in between sips of coffee, he poured this wisdom out. Said, If you want my two cents on making a dollar count, buy dirt, find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. Throw a little money in the plate at church. Send your prayers up and your roots down deep. Add a few limbs to your family tree. And watch their pencil marks in the grass in the yard all grow up. Cause the truth about it is, it all goes by real quick. You can't buy happiness. It's Jordan Davis by Dirt featuring Luke Bryan, the next radio single from Jordan Davis. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is September the 7th, and today in pop culture in 1979, ESPN made its cable TV debut. A lot of people, a lot of us love watching ESPN. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if this, I, I never knew this. It stands for Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. I would have never known that. I had no yeah. idea, but it debuted in 1979. Today in pop culture in 1987, Michael Jackson released his song, Bad. It was the title track off of his album, which I think was also called Bad. Uh, the, the song originally was going to be a duet with Prince. Really? But Prince never got back to Michael. Today in pop culture in 1988, NXS was, uh, they were the big winners at the MTV Video Music Awards. Uh, and the video that they won with, with most of the awards, was the song uh, Need You Tonight. See if you remember this from NXS. So slide and give me a moment. You make us so wrong. I've got to let you know. I've got to let you know. Today Pop Culture in 1994, Weezer released their single that was kind of their breakthrough single. Today in Pop Culture in 
Today, pop culture in 1996. It was a sad day because this is the day in 1996 that Tupac was shot in the drive-by. Uh, and he ended up passing away six days later. But Tupac left with us, uh, obviously, a legacy of music. And today in pop culture in 2001, Michael Jackson was reunited on stage with the Jackson 5. It was a 30th anniversary celebration at Madison Square Garden in New York City. This became a television special as well. And I remember, I think it was two nights. It was so good, too. No, they brought all these stars out, and then they did uh, Michael's songs, and then Michael got up and performed at the end of it. As a fan of Michael Jackson, uh, this was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whitney Houston was there. She did uh, tribute to Michael. I still remember, like, they'll get the shot of Michael sitting over there in the balcony, and he's just mm-hmm. watching and yep. smiling at everybody. Uh, one of the performances that Kelly and I remember the most was Michael Jackson and Britney Spears. Check this one out. Michael's up there with her. Britney walks by. Michael's going for the chase. And here comes Britney. Two of the biggest stars in the history of music on stage together. And as a young Mickey Mouse Club member to then see Britney on stage with Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, that's got to be surreal to be in that moment. It makes me want to go back and watch that show, though, if we can find it. So that was back in 2001. Today is September the 7th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'll just say it for anybody who was at the game this past weekend in Jonesboro, Centennial Bank Stadium, Arkansas State football. It was so good to be back in an environment where people were having fun Mm -hmm. and they were back together. And um, it just felt so nice. It felt so normal. I know. And as much as we tried last season uh, in football to make everything seem the same, I mean, it just wasn't. Uh, and the idea that that great crowd showed up and the excitement, like when Butch Jones came out mm-hmm. and he's doing the tunnel walk and then he runs across the field, the ovation he got, we have a new coach yeah. and it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like to have Butch Jones here, that is a big deal for our university, for the state of Arkansas. And that reception was awesome. Of course, as we watch the game, uh, we're going, Ooh, what's going to happen at halftime? Because I figured I actually told one of my guys uh, who's there with me. He's one of my producer, I guess is what you would call him from marketing. Uh, Brennan, I said, I would love to be in the locker room right now <laughs> because I just wanted to walk back there because Butch has told us we have free reign to go wherever we want. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if at halftime, if I'm allowed to walk in. I don't. I think that's something you might want to okay with him before you just walk in. Well, I was going to text him. 
and see if on, he'd respond. On game day. In the middle of the game. Yeah, I would never, ever do that. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> no, but like legit, I wanted to walk in there to see what he was going to do because, you know, as a coach, not only are you calling the plays and, and doing the whole game plan, but you also have to be the motivator. Uh-huh. And sometimes motivation can be in a nice way, and sometimes you got to be a little bit tough. Yeah. And I wonder what it sounded like at halftime. It would be, it'd definitely be fun to be a fly on the wall. Anyway, big win for Arkansas State football. We're back and doing more football coming up uh, this weekend. Memphis comes to town, so if you want to be at a big game, that's a big game. Memphis has been good the last couple of seasons, mm-hmm. so it's a test for Arkansas State football. I was going back through some of the photos. I had the chance to see my buddy Ryan Vaughn. Yeah. And it was weird because it was almost like last season was the forgotten time. I didn't realize it had been uh, over like two years since I'd had the chance to sit with Ryan. Wow. Because I don't think yeah. he was at any of the games last year because, you know, people weren't allowed mm-hmm. on the field and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I talked to somebody else. I was like, I think I saw you here last year. And they were like, no, mm-hmm. it must have been two years ago. So it's pretty cool to be able to be a part of that. Apple Denny did uh, the national anthem mm-hmm. and killed it. What else was some takeaway moments? Oh, I realized that, you know, I often have said uh, the, the fact that my vision is not as good as it used to be. Yeah. Let me just tell you that when you're on the field and there's the pressure of 20 or 25,000 people and they've handed you a script merely minutes before you do it. And they're like, hey, get this done for me. And you're like, OK, this is live one take. In front of a big crowd, um, when you can't really see, that's even more intimidating. Well, how did it? How did you do? Like, do you think did you mess up any? Or I think I did okay. Okay, I was actually, you know, how like right before, typically right before the performance, right before you walk out on stage, and it could be a performance of music, it could be acting, it could be just giving a speech, like those moments right before you get nervous, and you mm-hmm. hope that once you get out there, you have a moment of calm. Yeah. And if that happens, that's the magic moment. The worst thing is for them to go five, four, <laughs> three, two, then the point and for you to be nervous. But I knew right as soon as I started, this should be a good day. We did get a message from Coach Butch Jones asking if you would hurry up and get um, your eyes fixed because he heard you mess up several times. No, don't say that. <laughs> I didn't mess up. But I do want to get my eyes fixed. Also, the one thing I noticed as I was uh, doing this stuff like imagine like my note cards are on paper, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like a larger piece of, piece of paper. And uh, there was one part where I was like trying to get this one uh, tag, like the tag of a business kind of done right. And the paper folded back oh. and only saw half of it. And I had to reach down because I had a microphone in the other hand. I had to then try to prop it up. So I'm going to have to work on that. Like how I'm hmm, going to yeah. fix that. But the main thing I need to fix are my eyes. <laughs> That's. I think once you fix those, I think everything will kind of fall into place. Leslie said to me, she said, why don't you just go get the glasses? I'm like, I'm going to have to do contacts because like to me, it's going to change uh, a look that I've, I've put on stuff All right, for This is a years. test. I want you to try to touch your eyeball right huh? now. Try to touch your eyeball. If you need contacts, uh, Without this anything is the on test. my fingers? Correct. Why would I do that? Can you touch your eyeball? I don't know if my hands are clean. If you can't touch your eyeball. Give me some sanitizer. Okay. Give me sanitizer. If you can't touch your eyeball, you can't have contacts. There's a lot of people that can't touch their eyeball. Why couldn't I touch my eyeball? Well, now it's going to sting. Well, why would I want to do that? Hurry up and rub it. No, I'm not going to stick. I'm not going to stick this stuff in my eye. No. Now try to touch your eye. No, that was a mistake, wasn't it? (laughs) All right. So. But like if I took my readers out there and I was on no, camera. Don't and, no, don't No, no. I don't. Listen, there's nothing wrong with readers. But if you were to, to be out there in your, your cool jeans and your A-State gear and then all of a sudden you pull out your readers to read some kind of card, I if I was in the audience, you're getting heckled. 
That's why I need contacts. A hundred percent, y'all. If y'all see him pull the Raiders out, heckling. I thought about having him on the sidelines, like a back pocket type of thing. That way I could try to, to have him there just in case. That's funny. And I also tried to memorize so much stuff. That's my deal. Like, I'm going to work on memorization. The problem is when you've been hitting the head by chairs for most of your life, memorization is not your strong point. But anyway, A-State football, we're doing the whole tailgate thing again this weekend. So if you're traveling in to Jonesboro for A-State, come join us at the embassy. We're going to be set up somewhere in there and just hope to have fun with everybody as we get set for week number two of Arkansas State football. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome here to September the 7th. It's Tuesday. It's National Beer Lovers Day. So let's celebrate, right? You've been celebrating all morning. I mean, why not? Ain't nothing that a beer can fix. Ain't no pain it can't wash away. So evidently there's beer, like some beers considered trashy beer. <laughs> and I was going through this and I was a little bit offended. I was. How do I know that you would be offended? Why because, Why are you offended, Brandon? Because the only people that will be offended are the people that drink the beer they're going to say is nasty. Yeah, can I run through the list of mm-hmm. the, the trashiest beer? Mm-hmm. All right. And can I ring the bell when I've seen you drink one of those beers? Beer. Whatever. No, don't say one of those beer. One of those beers. It's plural. All right, let's make sure. All right. All right. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. The number one most trashy beer is Natural Light. I've seen it. Eight of them at one time. And not at one time. <laughs> okay, so but the deal is, it's like these are nasty compared to like the beer snobs who just want, you know, like the IPA or the malt or the right. chocolatey undertones and all the different stuff, mm-hmm. which I like that stuff too. But the number one trashy beer winning 10 states out of the country is Natural Light. Okay. Number two on the list, and this is the, the beer that wins in Arkansas, Mississippi, and Tennessee. So, and I know we have people all throughout those, and Louisiana, uh, people who listen in all those different places, right? And in Hawaii, the trashiest beer is considered Michelob Ultra. I look at that beer like it is like it is basically buying a Tesla, because that beer is expensive to me. It is, and a lot of people drink it. That oh. is something that I would drink. Right. And here's the deal with that. You know, I know a lot of, oh, I'm going to watch my carbs. I'm watching my carbs and stuff. I don't think anyone talks like that. That's the reason they're doing it. And you look at the carb difference between that and like some Coors Light, and it's barely anything, and the flavor's totally different. Okay. So just just say. Okay. Do your research. All right, beer snob. Uh, I'm not a beer snob. I'll drink any kind of beer. I bought PBR a couple weeks ago. I don't even care. Uh, Michelob Ultra is number two on trashy beer, number three on trashy beer. And these are not trashy beers, I don't think, unless I'm just trash. Bud Light followed by Coors Light, (laughs) followed by Budweiser, followed by Keystone, followed by Yingling. Is there anything you won't drink? Uh, Water. (laughs) (laughs) So if I've hit your beer of choice, just know it could be considered trashy beer. They also name like, yeah, this is crazy. Miller Lite, Keystone, Bush. What's wrong with Bush? <laughs> MGD. What's wrong with that? There ain't nothing wrong with it. That justice is one thing you should always find. You got to saddle up your boys. You got to draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune. And we'll all meet back at the local We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces singing Whiskey for my man, beer 
Got my buddy Darius on the phone. Darius, tell me about Arkansas today on National Beer Lovers Day. The only thing on my agenda is beers and sunshine. Come on, Arkansas. In summertime. Back porch nights in South Carolina. Ain't nothing finer than me and my girls jogging up a little Who are you going to invite to your beer bash? Oh, just me. In Mexico. My theme song right here. But I'm pretty good drinking beer. That's a good one right there. How about this one? Somebody send me some beer money, Venmo me. For some Keystone. Yeah. You get more for your buck. You get more bang. A beer money. Now, National Beer Lovers Day. So if you're looking for something to celebrate on your first day back to work, it's National Beer Lovers Day. If you do partake, please drink responsibly. <laughs> Let's do Blake Shelton. What? Is that a good one? It's a good one. That is a good one. Mr. PSA over here. Mm-hmm. Ex- my PSA levels are great. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know tigers are nearly invisible to their prey, who see orange as green? Tigers are orange because mammals can't produce green fur, and orange was the next best thing. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. That blows my mind. Did you know Larry King once got into a car accident with JFK? When JFK was a senator, Larry King crashed into his car. JFK told him it was fine and he wouldn't report it as long as King voted for him when he ran for president. (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) And did you know the official state vegetable of Oklahoma is the watermelon, which is a fruit? Oh, Oklahoma. (laughs) What the heck? And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So the 90s. For those of us who lived through the 90s, we um, have fond memories. And for those of us who lived through them and still are living through them, depending on the way I dress, um, I think I look like I'm in the 90s today, don't you think? Uh, Her shirt says, oh my gosh, you're like straight up 90s all the way. I'm like trying out for Pearl Jam or Nirvana today. Yeah. So she has on her flannel wrapped around her waist. She has on a Garth Brooks shirt that says, I've got friends in low places. And you know what? I finished it off with my flannel. You said flannel, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, Uh and my holy jeans. Okay. Thank you, boss. Uh, Okay, so here's what we know. The 90s. So many of us have fond memories, but the number one thing that is uh, like the most popular thing from the 90s, according to a recent survey, 
is Friends. People still love Friends. The show Friends, the best thing from the 90s, according to a recent survey. So, friends, the number one thing from the 90s that people love. Can I go through some other stuff? Yes. Other TV shows that made the list. The Simpsons made the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fresh Prince, which we, me and Kai watched that. Did he like it? He does like that. Aww. Saved by the Bell. Baywatch. Uh, Power Rangers is a big deal from uh, TV. I cannot believe you're not playing Baywatch. Like that. Slow motion, slow motion. <laughs> Where's Pam Anderson? Uh, movies that made the list. See if you watched these movies. Titanic. Yes. Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes. Clueless. Yes. Space Jam. Yes. Uh, Romeo and Juliet. No. Products that people miss from the 90s. VHS tapes. Nokia cell phones. The Game Boy. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Beanie Babies, Polly Pocket, and Pogs. Hmm. Can I run through other musicians? Like these are some acts that people remember fondly from the nineties. See if you remember these fondly. The Spice Girls. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. The Backstreet Boys. Of course, if you're talking about Backstreet, you gotta think Backstreet. You gotta think insane. You also have to think about Destiny's Child from the 90s. And the artist who many people think kind of epitomizes the 90s is Britney. about the 90s things we loved from the 90s friends is at the top of the list brandon baxter in the morning so you like macaroni and cheese right i love it and it's the craft macaroni and cheese with the powder all right so panera bread they have mac and cheese have you tried it yet? yes and it's really good i would assume it is uh so there's a new deal that's going to be coming out uh from panera bread it's called the macaroni and cheese sandwich hmm let me tell you about it. It's uh, two scoops of mac and cheese stuck between two pieces of toasted white bread. And they also are throwing in some Parmesan crisps to give it a Ooh. crunch. Uh, let me show you the picture of it. I don't even have to see the picture, and I'm telling you I'm in. This is like a big old thick piece of like Texas toast or something. Mm. And that white and creamy looking mac and cheese. Yeah, it might be kind of hard. You might need napkins and a fork, but it looks really good. Yeah. It's really cheesy, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do you it. You keep staring at it. Because I I'm intrigued by it. I yeah. want to try it, but I don't know if I could eat the whole thing. No, I probably couldn't eat the whole thing. 
You ever get a deal where like the cheese is too much cheese? Like, oh, I've had too much cheese. I don't think I've ever thought that. Really? I wonder if I have an intolerance. Am I? Is it intolerance? Mm-hmm. Is it? If if or maybe, if you're intolerant, maybe I have that. Do you think I have that? Am I intolerant? Uh, definitely of cheese. Yes. Because sometimes I think cheese makes me feel a little bit like if I've had too much, I get kind of sick feeling. It probably does. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this sandwich. If anybody gets one of these, if you could drop off half of it for me and Kelly to try, we would appreciate half that. of it. Yeah. I don't want to pay for anything, but if anybody oh. wants to drop off half of a sandwich, would you eat half of somebody else's sandwich? No. no. Okay. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So again, congratulations goes out to coach Butch Jones and the entire staff and team at Arkansas state, a big win over the weekend. And, um, you know, it was interesting to be back in the stadium and have all of the energy mm. and all of the people and the smiles and I heard from so many people who were like, this just feels normal again, and normal feels good. And both of us are people. Persons are people people. Yeah. And so for me just to see smiling faces and families together and kids running around throwing footballs, it, like it was so good to see. Well, then we did the pregame tailgate stuff. I want to remind you guys about this. Before the Memphis game coming up on Saturday, we do this deal at the Embassy Suites. And there's the Rock the Dock going on on the back dock, which is kind of like a fenced-in area. And it's like a tailgate, outdoors, live music this weekend from the Arkansas Brothers, Tomahawk's Barbecue, the drink um, area is going to be out there as well, the Beverage Center. Uh, And it's an outdoor deal. The Red Wolf Walk comes right by you. That's outside. Inside, you have hula hands, and a lot of people had uh, you know, their meal, their appetizers, or their Mm -hmm. entrees at hula hands and kind of celebrating pregame there. Or if you want to, you can pregame. We were in the lobby area, which is uh, you know, Trevor and the crew have that uh, lobby bar area, which that was awesome, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's three different ways to tailgate. It doesn't matter if you want the meal, if you want to do the rock, the dock outside, if you want to be and just kind of chill on the inside of the lobby, you can tailgate and do all the pre-gaming at the embassy suites. And we're going to be out there again this weekend. And what's cool is once you're done kind of pre-gaming and you're ready to go to the game, you can just kind of walk right over. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. I, I left the uh, the K-Fine truck there at the mm-hmm. embassy and just walked across the street. And it was actually quicker to do that than it was to park in some of the yeah. other areas where I've had a pass. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and we hope you guys come and join us again this weekend. It's Arkansas State versus Memphis, which, think about how big that is. There's going to be a lot of people from Memphis driving over. It's going to be a huge game. Uh, and Memphis is a good team. We need y'all there. This is a uh, an even bigger test mm. for Butch Jones and the team. So yeah. Saturday, A-State football. You guys can get tickets now, single-game tickets at astateredwolves.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about Kelly's weekend of firsts. Yeah. It's kind of cool that she can still have first-time experiences, and she detailed that on the show. Yeah. Plus, I learned some stuff about myself at Arkansas State football, one thing I need for the next home game. and Also, um, well, I kind of felt like I had to respond to people when I was on the field in front of 20,000 people. So yep. we, did, we detailed that on the show, plus what do people miss about the 90s? We go through that. All on today's podcast. You can check it out anytime. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The season finale of Hard Knocks, the first season finale of Capital One College Bowl, Impeachment. This is a show, the third season premiere of American Crime Story, and it stars Beanie Feldstein as Monica Lewinsky, Sarah Paulson as Linda Tripp, Clive Owen as Bill Clinton, and Eddie Falco is. Uh, Edie Falco yeah. is Hillary, so that should be good. No, that is interesting. And also, uh, Monica Lewinsky is legitimately a producer on that, and she wanted to tell the truth. Right. So, like, there's going to be some brutal truths mm-hmm. in that, too. Tonight's schedule also includes DC's Stargirl, Fantasy Island, and Supergirl. I right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.